Good morning. I wanna, I wanna just, yeah. Thank you, Lord, for this worship and for the ability to be together and to be, uh, you know, so many times in the New Testament, in the letters, you know, one of the, the reasons that we come together a lot of times is for the uh, edification and encouragement, right? And, and I've been meditating on this story this week, and I'm going to read this. And this one is different. You know, so many times there is that lady that had for many, many years been sick. You know, and she found a way to touch the Lord. You know, and in the middle of the crowd, she pressed through the crowd and touched the Lord, and he felt the anointing, right? And then so many times Jesus tells them, you know, your faith has healed you, right? But then... Sometimes we, we are unable to have faith for ourselves, <laughs> you know, and, but we have one another. So that's what I'm, I'm, I want to read this story because it's being really just real to me. It's in Luke 5, verse 17, it says, One day he was teaching. There are so many fun details in this few chap verses here. One day he was teaching and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. Right? So a lot of times we, we only think about the disciples and the followers and the twelve. But here you have Pharisees and, you know, teachers of the law from Galilee in the north, Judea in the south, and Jerusalem. You know, they were all there to listen to Jesus, right? And the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. And some men were carrying on a bed a man who was paralyzed. You know, and it doesn't say the name of the guy, how long he was paralyzed. It doesn't say what he did, if he could talk. It doesn't say if he was asking his friends, can you take me to Jesus or not. Maybe he couldn't even talk. Maybe he was just stuck in a situation. You know, and, and we all have people, you know, we have been paralyzed at times and stuck in a situation. But what is cool here is that some men, it doesn't say how many, were carrying on a bed a man who was paralyzed. And they were trying to bring him in and to set him, him down in front of him. But not finding any way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down through the tiles with his stretcher into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith it's not even the guy's faith. 
seeing their faith. He said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Isn't that awesome? I, I love this. Because maybe he was in that situation because of his sins. Maybe for him there was no hope. Maybe there's nothing he could do. He could not even move. He could not talk. But the faith of his friends saved him. Seeing their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. The scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, aware of their reasonings, answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins have been forgiven you, or to say, Get up and walk. Get unstuck. Right? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, get up and pick up your stretcher and go home. Immediately he got up before them and picked up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. They were all struck with astonishment and began glorifying God and they were filled with fear saying, we have, been, we have seen remarkable things today. So, and we, we, last week or two, when I taught on the Tuesday night class, I taught about the Son of Man, right? And when he says here, but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he is clearly referring to Daniel 7. That Daniel had this vision saying, I saw one in appearance as a son of man sitting on the throne before the ancient of days. So he was here not only teaching, he was revealing his authority and his identity as the Messiah, the son of man, the son of God that looks like a son of man that's both son of man and son of God. And he's like, but what I loved here is we can carry someone before the Lord. And like they did here, they, they did not stop at the distractions or, or what looked impossible. You know, they, they were like all these guys coming to see, probably like they were all famous rabbis and Pharisees and all of that. They said, I'm not going to stop there. I, that's not going to stop my faith for my friend. I'm not going to stop believing for this person. I'm not going to stop believing even if this person cannot move, even if this person cannot talk, even if they, they are beyond faith, they cannot believe for themselves, they cannot speak for themselves. We will carry them. We will hold one another before the Lord. So that to me is why we come together. Because sometimes we come and I need to be on that stretcher. <laughs> I need to be carried. Sometimes I'm the one carrying somebody. 
You know, but that's why we, we need a, a family and a, a body, the body of Christ, because we are all, in one point or another, in need of somebody having faith for us. So, verse 20 again. Seeing their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. In the case of the lady with the issue of blood, he, said, he says, your faith has saved you. But what it's saying here is like, even when you don't have faith for yourself, somebody can have faith for you. And somebody can carry you before the Lord. And so that's how we, we come this morning. Lord, give us this relentless faith for people in our lives. Even if they, they, they cannot even, if they don't feel like any closeness to you anymore. Even if their sins have separated them from you. Even if they, they have no awareness of you anymore. But we can carry them in this treasure of our hearts. <laughs> and present them before you. And keep holding them before you. And then our faith can save them. Our faith can change the circumstances. Our faith is like this intercession. It's like Jesus at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. And we can do the same thing. And just say, Lord, here, take this person also. And, and intercede for this person before the Father. Amen? Yes. That's all. We, we bless this for us. You know, we bless, you know, we, we, we have dear people in our hearts, families, friends, you know, that a lot of times they, they, they are kind of like this. They, they can be in a situation where they, they see no way, no way out, you know. But we can be like those guys. It doesn't say how many. If it doesn't say if it was just guys. Maybe there was like, you know, it was his mom or sister. And, you know, but some people were carrying him. And to me, that builds my faith in what we do when we come together. Because that's how we, we come and say, Lord, here, we hold one another before you. Great. Yeah, thank you for sharing we bless this because a, a lot of times we, 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 we see ourselves in a situation, you know, like this guy on a stretcher, you know, that he could not do anything. But God placed people in his life that could do something. You know, and then a lot of times we, 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 we are in need of that or we, are, we have the, the opportunity and the privilege of being able to do something like that for somebody. So we... We thank the Lord for that. Thank, we thank you, Lord, for, you know, like we were singing, unchangeable, God. Thank you for your unchangeable righteousness and goodness and loving kindness. Yes. And that you may be glorified in everything. Yes. And that, like uh, Jeremiah 29, I have plans for you. You know, even if you, if you go through this period of, dealings and captivity at the end God has a good plan for all of us so we put our trust in that and then we who wants to bless communion this morning so we we do this I want to do this like
to appropriate something here, not for myself, you know, but to be carrying somebody before the Lord. And so when we take communion, we, I, I, I don't want to be like thinking on my needs, but I want to be thinking on somebody that I'm going to be appropriating and, and carrying that person and saying, Lord, now here is this son or daughter of yours that really needs your touch. Amen. 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 God is moving, right? Thank you. 